Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer, Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Here's Trey. Trey, good afternoon. Hey, guys. Busy day right now on the Arkansas campus for the Arkansas football program, is it not? It is. There's some visitors in town. <laughs> Percy Lewis is the only one who's wrapped up his visit. Most of the guys, um, I guess they're arriving today or um, or leaving tomorrow, but he's the only one who's who's wrapped up his visit and had a, had a really good time, 6'8", 345 pounds, started um, – I guess the, what, the majority of games last year for Mississippi State, and uh, I believe he's a four-star transfer um, on the transfer portal rankings. So, um, actually, he's a 89, so he's a shade below four-star status. But um, yeah, I mean, he's let's see, I believe he canceled his Auburn visit and uh, Ooh, is, is going good? to Ole Miss next. Oh, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to Danny, that that might even uh, be canceled. Just could be. Yeah. In fact, if you played uh, at Mississippi State, how can you visit Ole Miss? Gee, many, huh? I mean, it happens. It certainly I happens. Know. I know. Um, I mean, there's players that go from Auburn to Alabama and, and all yes, that kind of stuff, too. Versa. So, yeah. you know, it, it just it's it's important to to get guys on campus, you know, as quick as you can. A lot of these guys, you know, don't have visits scheduled, but you know, it it kind of cuts way both ways. Isaiah Reichs was supposed to visit today and uh, yeah he's he's not going to visit he visited uh, he visited Auburn and canceled his Arkansas visit so it cuts both ways it's important to get them in in town uh, but it's a nice looking group man I mean this is this if they could they could I've got him at like six available right now based on Sam Pittman's numbers so you know Jaquindon Jackson uh, out of out of uh, Duncanville, Texas, originally. Now, DeQuindon was actually a high school quarterback coming out of high school. Um, he was the number 46 overall prospect in the country. 6'2", He's a running back now, but this is a guy that, um, you know, I mean, he he put up some pretty impressive numbers. Um, you know, at running back, especially a year before last, he averaged like 6.8 yards a carry. Last year, it was it was down to 4.9. Uh, 161 carries for 797 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, that's a guy that obviously they would really like to get. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name yet until I talk to him, but it's J-U-N-C-A-J, Anton J-U-N-C-A-J. Uh, and, you know, as we know, he had 15 sacks last year uh, from Albany, FCS All-American. A guy that's raked in a lot of offers, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Houston, Texas, A&M, Kansas, Indiana, the Arizona schools, a lot of offers uh, for him, 6'3", 273 pounds. And, um, you know, he's another guy that Arkansas would, would obviously really love to uh, uh, to get. And he's uh, he probably should have arrived by now, uh, but he, he was scheduled to start today. Uh, we talked about Percy Lewis. Uh, Mike Mazuka out of uh, Maryland, excuse me, out of uh, Florida, excuse me, uh, and was at Baylor before that. Another guy that's uh, you know played a lot of football, 
Um, started at Baylor, started at Florida, started 11 games for Florida last year, 6-5-3-25. He'll leave on Friday. And right now we don't know of any other visits that he has scheduled. He is a four-star transfer, uh, the number 11 interior offensive lineman in the transfer portal. Uh, Miguel Mitchell is also from Florida and is visiting, 6'1", 215-pounder, started eight games for Florida last year. Um, so he's uh, he's another guy at safety that uh, that they would like to bring in. I mean, 6'1", 215, you could probably do a lot of different things with him, maybe even nickel or, you know, play in certain passing downs, you know, moving down a level. But this was a guy that wasn't, you know, despite having in high school like um, you know, Florida and LSU, Oregon, Tennessee, USC, West Virginia, and some others wasn't super highly ranked as a recruit. In fact, he was like number 932 overall, number 65 athlete. So he's a guy, and that's, you know, what you see sometimes, um, you know, guys that kind of outlive their their ranking that, that Arkansas has gone after. Uh, we talked about Rakes, who's not going to make the visit, obviously. Um, South Alabama, rising senior, uh, Marquise Robinson. He's listed at 6'1", 184. I hear people say he's like, more like 6'3", which is pretty rare to hear somebody, you know, that's actually taller than what he's listed at. Uh, but he had 35 tackles, three interceptions last year. And um, right now he doesn't have any other visits scheduled that we know of. He wraps up his visit on Friday. Um, his transfer offers include Oklahoma State, Kentucky, Mississippi State, Liberty, Houston, and some others. Marquise Robinson is another guy, 6'2", 185, out of Summit, Mississippi. Um, he's at South Alabama. Um, excuse me, that's who I just said. Sorry, going down the list here. Uh, B.J. Mays, he's the last guy. So B.J. Mays is 6'1", 185. Um out of Houston, Texas, and he was at UAB last year. He played at Incarnate Word uh, his first year. He was the number 1,894-ranked prospect in the nation in the class of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but he had 41 tackles and an interception last season. He's yet to be re-ranked uh, as a transfer, but uh, he um, was set to arrive today. So his stock has shot up also. He's got offers from since he's entered the transfer portal. He just entered January 2nd. Uh, but he's got Auburn, Houston, Illinois, Kentucky, TCU, Texas A&M, Wisconsin, Arkansas, uh, and a few others also. So he's, uh, you know, he's just very new to the transfer portal. So good-looking group on campus. Trey, you were talking about Jackson, the running back from Utah, a moment ago. Mm-hmm. I guess you may have noticed Judkins from Ole Miss. Winchon Judkins, yeah. Yeah, has jumped into Winchon the transfer. Winchon Judkins will make a half million dollars in the transfer portal. Wow. Wow. I didn't know he had jumped in. Goodness. So you're saying he's too pricey for Arkansas? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that. Um, But, I mean, that's probably kind of like Rocket Sanders type money, you know. Um, uh, uh, First team all ACC running back, you know, would warrant probably about that kind of money. So (laughs) it would would cost a lot, I would assume, uh, to bring him in and – no, I'm not saying it's it wouldn't happen, but you know I think if you can get um, Jackson, I think maybe you just you, know, you you feel good about where you are. I mean he's he's a good looking running back who's been productive, was a super highly ranked recruit also. Um, so you know he started his career off at Texas actually as a you know went there as a dual threat quarterback slash running back and you know kind of has transitioned to full time running back, which is probably a better spot for him. But yeah, Judkins, you know, Judkins falls under that little loophole of, you know, when you played your bowl game. So that's why he's still mm-hmm. under the transfer portal mm-hmm. we talked about yesterday. 
Uh, let's talk with Daniel. Daniel, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Good afternoon, Trey, Randy. Hey. Uh, y'all's talking about uh, the Judkins guy. Uh, I was at uh, Nick's Barbecue and Catfish in Carlisle, and uh, I, there were some truck drivers in there that drove for Tyson, and they was talking about Judkins, talking about, uh, oh, the big wigs that Tyson was trying to get together a big NIL deal for the guy. And I was just curious if you heard anything on that, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Wow. Sorry, he kind of cut out on me. I didn't no, I'm talking about uh, – that, that would be a major surprise if the big wigs at Tyson were going to get together and pay for Judkins. That would be a surprise. But it's all possible, I guess, huh? Anything's what, possible in this yeah, day. But, but that's that's <laughs> talking to truck drivers at a catfish place in Carlisle, Arkansas. Nick's. Nick's, sounds, by the way. Sounds legit. Sounds legit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since we're talking legit, is there any legitimacy? Because I've been asked this even today multiple times. Is Malik Hornsby a possibility of returning to Arkansas as a wide receiver? If I were Hornsby when I entered the portal, I would have put out a note that says I'm entering as a wide receiver. That's what I would have done. But I don't know. I mean, maybe. He certainly – I always thought he should play wide receiver. Oh, he's um, fast, yeah. He's super fast, but I don't know. It, it seems far-fetched, but um, so did Bobby Petrino returning to Arkansas. <laughs> Is that going to be our new benchmark? When That's we, the benchmark. Yeah, when we're saying anything's possible now, it, including Bobby Petrino returning to Arkansas. So That's exactly right. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's talk with Ed. Ed, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. I do. I'm still confused on this NIL money. Uh, okay. I'm an old guy, and when I went to school, the players all got uh, room and board and books and uh, $26 a month laundry money, so you can tell how long ago that's been. But when these guys go to a school, say like the uh, quarterback for Texas that uh, graduated high school, went to Ohio State, I think. and they Yes. Oh. Felt like that was going to be a good one. Yeah, I did too. I didn't do anything. No, I, we've I, been doing well with the phones lately. I so was just, I was just paying, paying, uh, minding my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey, this uh, we kind of teased, talked about it yesterday, but this is from the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Trey, your thoughts on the center from Alabama? Will he visit Arkansas? Is there any interest by Arkansas? I mean, to me, if if I'm Arkansas, I've got two guys on campus right now. I mean, they're they've got seven visitors on campus, right? So, I mean, two are offensive linemen. Two are offensive linemen. I think they would take both of those guys if they could get them, Mazuka and uh, and and Percy. Well, he's Percy's Percy I Lewis. Guess, Percy Lewis is on a flight right now, I guess. But um, I think you take those two and probably call it a day. I have not heard anything about interest with the Alabama offensive lineman. Um, and we'll see how the rest of this visit weekend shakes out. But you're talking about, I mean, to me, I've got him at two available visits. And Jamarian Burnett's going to use one. And so that puts him down to one. Pittman has him at one more visit, so I'm sure he's probably right. So maybe they have two more after Jamarian Burnett. Um, but to me, 
you're not bringing guys in unless you feel really, really good about your chances at, at, at getting them because, you know, anybody else has to pay their own dime. It was lucky, you know, Jordan Anthony isn't going to take an official visit. You know, he's just coming on. So they didn't have to burn yeah. one for him. So, if, uh, if they, but yeah, they're If they they're got the tight. Alabama center, would it be best if they had a short quarterback? <laughs> it would. <laughs> yeah, toddlers have not reached eligibility yet. Um, okay. Trey has a – this is probably a bizarre question to a degree, but do you think there's been a pay scale that has been established for each position? In a way, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that – if you're a defensive end, you know, uh, uh, like a really good all-SEC caliber defensive end who's better than most guys that he lines up against, and a left tackle, you know, I think as far as position players, those are a couple of groups that get paid quite a bit. Um, a big-time running back is going to get paid. Quarterback is going to get paid the most, obviously, as you'd expect. Um, you know, maybe, maybe a great cornerback. And, you know, sometimes it's just different depending on how great you are. If you're a, I mean, if you're a can't miss first round type of cornerback, then, you know, you're probably going to warrant a quite, a, quite a bit of money. Uh, but yeah, I feel like those areas um, generate a little bit more and, you know, people have different value to different to other people. Um, you know, somebody may view um, a linebacker as a guy that's worth 300,000. Another guy may view him as somebody that's worth 150,000, you know, and you got to pick the battles that you fight with those players because it's it's not just a bottomless pit as i've said so i think it just it varies you know school to school but i mean yeah it's it seems like for i can't miss type of quarterback it's a million plus um for a superstar stud running back maybe half a million you know for a a great defensive end maybe and a left tackle maybe 300k i have heard 250 is kind of the going price now for that stud offensive lineman. Maybe not necessarily the uh, left tackles. The reason why I was saying is there has there been a scale kind of established? I mean, you're you're basically going to get a little bit more. Yeah. No, you're not far off at all, Randy. You're not far off at all. You know, and you're probably talking. You know, some guys who are starter caliber guys that are good, solid players for you. Maybe a hundred. And it's a pretty wide range. And if you're, you know, just an average backup guy, very, very little. Very, very little. Compared, you know, more than you were getting before. More than you got before. But compared to some of the others, you know, it's the guys that are really good get a lot. And the guys that are, you know, average don't get a lot. Kind of mind-boggling when you think about it. Your offensive line, you could tie up over a million dollars. Yeah. Wow. On the offensive Absolutely. line, when you think of it that way. Well, that's just starters, Randy. Yeah. What about getting, what about getting recruits? Yeah. In? Yeah. That's a long you way. You got to get recruits Texas in, and then, and then you got to talk about guy. your recruits the next year. You know, are yeah, you paying them the same? You paid them to get them there. Now you got to pay them to keep them, and they're not ready yet. <laughs> you know, so it's it's a tough situation. It's a tough. It's and and and, and there's not a handbook yet, you know. So everybody's mm-hmm. got their own way of doing things. Some some coaches just paying everybody the same amount. Some coaches are, you know, maybe paying walk-on scholarship type money. It's uh, you know, to you know, extend their number of 85. You know, I've heard talk of, of 
coaches around the country doing that kind of stuff. Um, so there's the whole thing is, I mean, let's don't let's don't get past the concept that this whole thing is ridiculous the way it's structured with. Yeah. I mean, Trey, we're just paying it, players. We're, we're literally sitting here talking about how much, you know, Arkansas is going to pay players. And it's all done through, you know, there's some NIL money out there, but most of it's done through the NIL collective. And it's just a way to, you know, entice players to come to your school. <laughs> I mean, that's not like, you know, when an, a professional athlete gets paid to do a commercial, nobody's saying, um, you know, Tom Brady, we wanted you to do these Hertz commercials, but we also want you to come back and play for New England. Hmm. You know, they're just saying we want you to do Hertz commercials. Just totally different. Has it been only two years since we were stunned that Texas was giving fifty thousand yeah, dollars per yeah. lineman? Yeah. That that had been that just just think where we've gone in two years. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, every offensive lineman, you know, at Arkansas, you know, their starters are going to make a lot of money, but every offensive lineman isn't getting paid 50000 They used to just get Wright's Barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you That's know, a lot places, of beef. And they thought it was great at the time. A lot yeah. of beef. Those places yeah. do a lot of, you know, Sassy's up here I know has done a lot. There's a lot of, you know, businesses that have done, you know, small deals where, hey, you get some free barbecue and, you know, I don't know, probably a couple thousand dollars or something like that to, you know, appear in commercials and ads and stuff. But now everything just kind of just seems more and more that stuff gets filtered through the collective. And there's other small collectives. I think Jordan has created the Big Pig Collective also. Um, I'm not sure on all the details of that. Jordan, who owns Rights Barbecue. But, um, you know, there's other small, the 4th and 25 Fund is another one that was out there. I'm not sure if that's still operating or not. But there's a few, you know, small deals like that, and a lot of them are more charity-based. Wow. Uh, Let's see. From our Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback, Hog Call says, uh, Notice Peter Burns of the SEC Network picked Arkansas 15th in the conference next year. Ask Trey, will Arkansas be that bad? Sounds very bad. Well, it's possible, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we hadn't seen it. We hadn't seen 15th. We've seen 11th, 12th, 13th, you know, 14th. I guess we've seen that recently, too. Yeah. So I, 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 think that they'll, I think that they'll be better. Uh, I think they're making a lot of needed changes. But it's hard for me to say that, yeah, they're going to – you know, they're going to come out and win eight games or something like that. I mean, that's – it's hard to say that. But, I mean, it, the landscape is so different. You just don't know what teams have anymore, you know. And I've I said last year that Arkansas had the most talented roster that they had had in years and years and years. And it's true that they did. It's true that last year's roster was one of the most talented that they've had, the most talented that they've had in years. When you talk about across the board, depth, all of those things, the problem is everybody else's roster is that also because they're able to shore things up through the transfer portal. Arkansas doesn't have exclusive access to it. So it's just real hard because you look out there and you're like, man, this Arkansas team played an Arkansas team from you know five, six years ago. They'd whip up on them pretty good. But, <laughs> I mean, 
You know, I shouldn't say that just head-to-head. Maybe just played the same schedule. You know, like you replaced an Arkansas team with that schedule just because, you know, of the depth and stuff. Like defensive line last year, did Arkansas ever – like they got banged up on the defensive line. Did they ever have issues numbers-wise on the defensive line? I mean, is there a spot where, aside from tight end where they were kind of snake bit, is there a spot where they were just um, really, you know, devastated by numbers aside from the offensive line? I mean, that's the area that they misjudged and didn't really add enough players to the portal. Everywhere else, they added players. So, Trey, hypothetically, do you believe that the reason why Hudson Clark, Rose, I could go on down the line of those that uh, we've yet to hear from, do you think they're waiting to see the additions they make through the transfer portal and then see what dollars are left over? I'll just preface it by saying I don't know that, but it could be that they're in wait and see limbo type mode. I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't keep Hudson Clark or Keevy Rose. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying. I mean, maybe that they could be evaluating their position. Yeah, they may be looking at what dollars are left over once it's all said and done. Thanks, Drake.